2: In the season finale for the LSU Fighting Tiger football program, welcome into the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here with you till four o'clock this afternoon. We'll hand it off to the LSU Sports Radio Network. It is the LSU Fighting Tigers against the Texas A&M Aggies at six p.m. right here on your home for WWL uh, Tiger Football. Herb, the finale. We didn't see it kind of getting to this point, but here we are. you know, the, the Tigers' season likely over after today's game.
3: K-Dog, man. Hope you had a, a happy Thanksgiving spent with the family and everything. Um, you're absolutely right, man. It's just, you know, we didn't see it coming uh, this season turning out like this, but here we are. Um, it, it seemed like it's been a long, what, six weeks, I think, or five weeks since they made the announcement that they were going to, you weeks, know, yeah. let Coach o go. And it's just been really hard to watch Uh, it's been very difficult as a fan as a former tiger guy that bleeds purple and gold um but still rooting for the tigers right still you know backing them in every chance and opportunity that i get um or that i've had and and but here we are so you know i'm just anxiously awaiting the announcement of the new head coach whoever it may be and that's what i'm looking forward to myself personally
2: yeah, I'm the same way, you know, and speaking of, look, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about the matchup between LSU and Texas A&M, but as the the reports get more and more heated, the, the picture for who the next LSU coach could be is starting to become a little more clear, Herb, and what I mean by that yeah. is Mel Tucker got an extension at uh, Michigan State, yep. well-deserved, um, and Lane Kiffin's off the table, Jimbo we know is not coming, um who's the Baylor just gave Dave Aranda an extension so what, what I think people have to understand about this whole process is Aranda Tucker and others they're represented by a guy named Jimmy Sexton who's an agent mm-hmm. so he's gonna leak these names because he's trying to get his guy his guys paid all right that's right so mm-hmm. now it's the heat is on Lincoln Riley. That's supposedly the guy that Scott Woodward is prepared to hire from Oklahoma. Um, first off, I love if that's the hire, that's a home run. Herb, you agree?
3: I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, what a huge get, right? I mean, the guy has proven himself to, you know, be a great leader of young men. He's able to recruit. He's quote unquote, the quarterback whisper as well. um, I mean, you look at his QBs over the past four or five years, and, and, they, and what, he's got two Heisman Trophy winners and three candidates. So, um, you know, look, I, I think that what we've always wanted out of LSU, we got in 2019, right? And, and, and let's let's call it what it is. That was the one-hit wonder, right? And if you bring a guy like Lincoln Riley in, he brings consistency to not only that position at quarterback, but the whole offensive game plan, whole offensive game, you know, scheme, offensively, he just brings consistency every year, year in and year out. The one thing that he, you know, he's, he's, I think that he's got to get better with is whoever he decides to have as his D coordinator um, to 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 be ready for SEC football. He's he's had some great talented recruits and guys that's played for him at Oklahoma on the defensive side of the ball. And and look, they've all been drafted and and they go on and play really good NFL careers. But once they get into that, you know, the the playoffs uh, or they play the Alabamas and and, and anybody in the SEC, it's been a little challenge for them, let's say that at the least. So, you know, I'm hoping that um, if this is the guy, I just, you know, that's the only thing that kind of, that kind of, you know, if I had to poke at anything, that would be the only thing. Outside of that, I think it's a splash hire. I think it's a great hire and I think it's, Exactly what the LSU fans would want to see. Yeah,
2: you highlighted his resume, and um, you know the, the LSU football program has never hired a guy like this. What I mean by that is, the basically the offensive coordinator, uh, the guy who calls the plays, designs the plays. That's as you a term you used, um, the quarterback whisperer. You mentioned you talk about um, Kyler Murray. Look at him flourishing in the NFL with the Cardinals. Baker Mayfield, jury's kind of out on him. I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan in terms of I don't think he, he's not a guy that, uh, uh, that you can go win a championship with and he can put a team on his shoulders. But they've got a track record, Lincoln Riley does. I'm missing yep. somebody. Uh, I'm not, Baker J- Mayfield. Jalen Hurts. Be Jalen Hurts, that's FD. right. That's right. Yep. That's right. Jalen Hurts. But, yeah, he's got, he better find a, a defensive guru to match his offensive guru-ness, if that makes any sense. That's yes, right. I made up a that's word. Right. I like it, baby. I like it. <laughs> So because they, they've had the Sooners have had poor defense. They could score points, but, man, they, they're going to get a lot of points scored on them. And look, everybody would say, Herb, well, why would Lincoln leave Oklahoma for LSU when when Oklahoma's in the SEC in a couple of years? Well, no. look where you got to recruit. You're competing against uh, Texas, Texas Tech, TCU and, and, and trying to recruit in the state of Texas and and Oklahoma. The talent is much thicker and richer here in Louisiana, and that you're not competing with anybody within the state. So if you win the state and then get outside the state and maybe pluck a, a few recruits from Texas, which LSU has had a history of doing, Houston has been a fertile uh, recruiting ground for them. So that's that's the attractiveness along with money, obviously. Uh, Herb, it's easy to see for Lincoln Riley why you would want to come to LSU.
3: Well, look, I mean, and you also throw LSU in that mix of those you know, teams he's got to compete with. Yeah, as far yeah, as, that's right. you know, recruiting. So yeah. it's in a general vicinity. So if you, if you take a look at that as a whole, and then you add and sprinkle in the one, if these numbers are accurate, $130 million over 10 years, making him the highest paid offensive or just high paid coach in college football. Um, and then, look, at the end of the day, you know, Norman, Oklahoma is a great place. But there's nothing like Saturday night in Baton Rouge, you know, nothing like Saturday night in Death Valley, you know, um, and and to get paid for it. And ultimately, I think that his ability to be able to recruit whoever he wants, and also get those guys to come to LSU would be far greater than he would be able to do if he was still at Oklahoma or if he was, you know, continuing to coach at Oklahoma and try to get those same exact players. I think those players would navigate more to LSU. Um, and then that just would make his job a little bit easier, and now all he has to do is just develop him. And I think that also, too, with a guy like Scott Woodward, being your athletic director, he's a guy that's not going to stop at anything to get you everything that you need to be completely successful, especially in football. I mean, he's just not going to stop it. He's going to do any and everything he can in every which way, legally and make it happen period and that's and look i'm gonna tell you man that's that's a big selling point in my opinion as well uh to have an ad that that that, that uh, and i foresee scott being there for a very very long time until he's ready to retire and walk away i don't you know okay. he continues to make so you think that you go back and you look at his hires right jay johnson and then uh, i'm sorry i can't i, I can't think of the, the the women's basketball coach at the t- present moment but kim alkey and then let's just say you bring in the Lincoln Riley. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know, look, the jury's still out a little bit with Jay. Um, the, the but you know how coach. high I
2: am on Jay Johnson. And obviously know, Kim Mulkey, how could you not be excited about Kim Mulkey? I mean, Kim Mulkey, is, Correct. she's Correct. she's up there with Pat Summitt in terms of women's basketball right. and, and coaching. I mean, she's at, at that level. I'm not saying she amassed those wins, but you get the point.
3: That, no, that's right, and I agree with you 100%. But, you know, with Jay, it's still kind of out. I'm not saying that he's not going to be great. I, I think he will be everything that we know and think that he can be. Um, but then you add Lincoln Riley into that mix, and that's just a great, great three hires within, what, the first two years of you yeah. being an athletic di- director at LSU? I mean, it's. I mean, dude, that's just <laughs> – at the end of the day, it's just nothing short of phenomenal, in my opinion – And, look, Lincoln Riley still has some things that he needs to actually show as well, right? And we all know how great of an offensive mind he is and how well he develops quarterbacks. But can he get himself over the hump and get into the national championship game and win it? And I think at LSU, I think he'll be able to do that because I just think that he'd have a little bit different caliber, of talent that would come into the systems uh, or, or, you know, be his recruits coming in at LSU would be a little bit better than what he would get at Oklahoma. And I'm not saying that Oklahoma doesn't get really good recruits. It's just – I just think that we have a little bit better talent acquisition here and a better eye for it, in my opinion.
2: Scott Woodward was hired, Herb, quite frankly, for this particular move that he's about to, to execute. What I mean yeah. by that is he was brought yeah. in to where – Whether Coach O had coached another five years or another um, eight years, which he probably wouldn't. My my point, though, is that's why they brought him in—is to hire the potential to potentially hire the football coach.
3: No, I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, the the powers that be knew at some point, like you said, Coach O would either you know fizzle out, or they had to fire him, or he'd retire at some point, whatever. And who's the next best guy to to find the next best coach for LSU. I mean, none other than Scott. And and look, and like I said, his track record precedes him and is is awesome. And I think that he's going to continue to be that guy for LSU. He's going to raise money. He's going to um, represent the school and university in the way it's supposed to represent, you know, TAF in the way it's supposed to be represented. And I just, you know, I think at the end of the day, the, you know, the LSU faithful and fans, And alumni should definitely be really happy about having Scott Woodward as a part of our community. And and to watch the things that he's making happen now is just nothing short of awesome and phenomenal, period. That's what I think.
2: Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, we're just getting started here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show right here on WWL. LSU and Texas A&M this afternoon, this evening I should say. I'll be watching the game by a fire, outdoor, the outdoor fire pit, watching it outside. Welcome into the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, who welcome in now NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. Mike, it's pretty much over after today. Well, The, the big theme is going to be who the next coach will be, and that appears to be Lincoln Riley. Is that right?
4: I think it's it certainly has moved in that direction. And, uh, you know, he was the guy right off the bat we spoke about, uh, I think, when you had a, a top three. there was no doubt Scott Woodward really wanted Jimbo. And, you know, because just the ties with him, uh, LSU ties, uh, having known him as an assistant coach, uh, and Scott, you know, luring him away from Florida State to Texas A&M. But, you know, Jimbo came about as close as Jimbo could come to saying he's staying at Texas A&M. Now, you got to understand it was uh, in Jimbo knees, so to speak. You know, he, he he does a really good job of it, man. He, he can shovel it real good. Uh, but uh, he's, you know, he's quite the character uh, about words and everything else. And, man, he talks faster than, than I do or Bear. So, uh, you know, it's it's difficult to do that. Uh, you know, but it looks as though he would stay. And there was no doubt that the president uh, of NLSU, William Tate, you know, he, he had a lot of interest, and deservedly so, in a guy like Mel Tucker and what Mel's done at Michigan State. And this was a team that most people thought they might win five this year, maybe six. They up to nine. Uh, so, you know, Mel got paid. You know, he got $96 million. So uh, that he, he got paid to stay. And um, I, I think now it's all chips in with Lincoln. And Scott has always made the comment, that you know he goes big game hunting, and he wants that coach to tell him no, and we fixing to find out I think pretty quick if uh, Lincoln's going to tell him yes or no. But that it's a big contract. Uh, you know, Louisiana's got just so much talent in this state, and you think about if you recruiting, you know, you might have one every once in a while a two five-star players from the state of Louisiana, I mean from Oklahoma. In Louisiana, you probably got three to four each year. Uh, Four-star guys, you probably have five to six. In Oklahoma, you probably got a dozen, 13 in Louisiana. Doesn't take much to, to add up them numbers. And you can recruit uh, Texas and the Florida Panhandle and Mississippi, Alabama. And LSU become a national recruit team. So it's going to be hard to turn that down. Now, again, I don't know his family situation. Maybe he enjoys uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Maybe his family wants to stay there. Maybe his next move is the NFL in in some manner. But, uh, man, when it's going to come down to money and you look around you and the talent, uh, LSU is going to be, be hard to turn down. And so the ball's in his court.
2: Mike Dettelier, NFL and college football analyst, along with Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick here. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, and we're talking about LSU potential hire of Lincoln Riley. And Mike, is there a tripwire or is there a wild card to
4: consider? Well, it's, you know, I've been involved in some of these about giving suggestions of coaches and, uh, man, some of the wildest things you could imagine Uh, get involved with a coach deciding to stay. And sometimes he gets pulled by the heartstrings. And sometimes it's a family decision. Sometimes it's, you know, maybe somebody that he's close to telling him, you better off staying than leaving. So uh, there's a lot of different elements to this. It's just not going to be about money. It's going to be about what do you think is best for you and your family in the future, it's not about today. You know, you know what you're going to get today. It's about tomorrow and next year, next couple years. And so, how do you feel about it? And so, if there's a tripwire there, it's, it's potentially could be you. You, but you never know. And sometimes it's the smallest things that is the tripwire. If there's a tripwire involved, uh, and he doesn't take it then I think LSU would turn toward Mark Stoops at Kentucky.
2: Yeah. But I think yeah. it's
4: all chips in. I think it's all chips in right now for Lincoln. you got a tough task today too. Uh, man, yeah. Oklahoma yeah. state is playing really good football. The shocking thing is how good they play on defense. They've always been a team known to put points on the board, but they give up a ton that has not been the case this year. And, um, uh, Caleb Williams, who almost looked like Superman uh, when you put him in, uh, has, has sort of been mere mortal over the past couple weeks. He, he hasn't been the superstar guy. And you can understand that. Young guy, freshman just coming into that, that situation, he's going to have some up and down moments. And is he part of a deal, too? If Lincoln leaves, does he leave?
3: Right, right.
4: And remember, who's be... the number two team? On Caleb Williams' list when he made this election. It was LSU.
3: Mm-hmm. I like I like to hear I like to hear you talk. Mike, that sounds great. That's so seems like a dream solution or a situation that would happen um had you know have if Lincoln Riley takes the, the job offer here at LSU. To move off of that just a little bit, I'd like to know what do you think about tonight? You got Jimbo coming in with Texas A and M. His name is still on the board in regards to potentially being, uh, you know, a candidate for the job, um, while also speaking Jimbo knees. and but now and you also have Ed Ojwang's last game, and the guys that are playing for him are freshmen, um, you know, some sophomores, some juniors, and, and 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 some guys that that really hadn't gotten a chance before. What do you think this game is going to be like tonight? The atmosphere as well as the play on the field.
4: I heard about share this with you. I texted him this morning um, and I told him, I said, coach, I know you don't have any more eligibility left. And he texted me back just a few minutes right before the phone, you guys called, And he's like, no, but I wish I did. <laughs> I, think, I think he would want to stop it on one more time. Um, you know, I know one thing, it's going to be emotional for him. Uh, I know how much this job meant to him and what he, you know, You know, with LSU and and representing Louisiana, uh, what it meant to him uh, as a guy that grew up on the bayou with him. So I knew what it means. And so he's going to be emotional. I think his team senses this is not just another game for him. They they know it's the end. Uh, And even if you win here, come on, he ain't coaching no bowl game. I know Woodward said that uh, initially, but. Come on. Uh, Man, if you believe that, I got Mountain Front property behind my home here on the Bayou to sell you. That ain't happening. Uh, This this is it tonight. You know, for Jimbo, it's been such a a weird series for him, uh, you know, because, you know, he wants to win this, certainly. Uh, Last year was a great run. You know, and again, man, how they got left out because I really thought they were one of the top four teams in college football last year. You know, it it just – it wasn't in the cards for them to get in. Um, It's a rebuilding year because of what happened to that quarterback. But, man, their defense is good. (laughs) They are really stout. And you probably got, on that defense, nine guys over the next two years that will get drafted into the NFL. That's how much talent they have on defense. Uh, So, I I know both of them want this win in the worst – uh, it's you know, but again, it's an emotional game for Ed and, and for LSU. There is a path to victory, but we've all seen it that LSU has struggled so much on offense this year just tremendously. Uh, struggled uh, at first, it was they could run the football, that uh, now they can run it a little bit, but I don't know how much they'll run it tonight against that defense who was really good stopping the run. Max has been maddeningly inconsistent throwing the football. Uh, you, you don't have Boutte uh, to kind of bail you out. And besh has been hurt, uh, you know. Well, he hardly practiced all week long. So, uh, bad. Um, but I will say this, man. You talk about some hard-hitting will go on tonight. They're going to have it. Because basically, I think for LSU, this is their bowl game. This this is it. Uh, they, they understand that, and they're going to go all out. And the dislike between both these clubs are pretty long and pretty strong. <laughs> they, they Not dislike, they really hate one another, uh, to be honest with you. And, and there's friction, you know, because I knew that, you know, about the Jimbo stuff. I mean, come on, you know, don't take uh, Sherlock Holmes to figure that out, uh, that he, he gets it. So, man, I think LSU is going to give you everything they got tonight, the thing is, is it enough to get you a W? And my biggest concern is I think they can play offensively. And, you know, A&M has not been super dynamic on offense. I just don't know, do they have enough uh, to score uh, against this type team? That can, at times, hit hit the big play and get you points up on the board.
2: Michigan just took down Ohio State 42-27. The first win for Jim Harbaugh with the Maize and Blue against Ohio State. Big accomplishment. They're, they're partying pretty pretty hard up there in Ann Arbor, Mike.
4: Yeah, by the time he wins, uh, you know, because my money was on him three times. I finally got a cash in today. Uh, so I will say that about uh, Jim. But, man, listen, you could see it, you know, because, man, this is an old Buddy Diliberto deal. But when you trash a team by forty points or more the next week you don't cover. Yeah. Those... Look what ha- look what happened last week. They they have they beat the ever loving stew out of Michigan State. I mean they beat them every which way. They could have named the score in that game. And I always think that, that that takes an emotional toll on you and and focus that you think you're a lot better than what you are. And, man, it, it's like 15% of the time that when you beat an opponent by 40 points or more, you do not cover the next week. And not only did they not cover, they got beat. And the really the score was no indication of how Michigan grabbed the whole of this game early and made a bunch of big plays, and they moved that football on Ohio State defensively and, How impressed I was with Michigan's defense. Man, those three receivers they got, all will play in the NFL, all potentially first-round picks. And the guy, Jamison Williams, you know, he couldn't see a starting spot at Ohio State. He goes to Alabama, you know, and he's one of the star receivers in college football today. It's amazing that he was part of that foursome uh, that Ohio State had at wide receiver. So, uh, man, listen, uh, it, it's a great accomplishment for Jim. He finally got it off his back. It took him a while, yeah. uh, but yeah. finally got it off his back. And he can kind of breathe that sigh of relief uh, that he finally beat Ohio State. But uh, you could tell today was different. Almost right off the bat, they hung in there. And I think if Ohio State... Jumps on you early, man. You in trouble, they're like a bad cat, man. You it's hard to get them off you, and uh, they got off of them real quick. And Michigan really played good football today, really did. Now, hats off to Harbaugh, uh, he was under a lot of pressure today, uh, under a tremendous pressure.
2: Hassan Haskins, five touchdowns, leads number five, uh, Michigan over number two, Ohio 42 to 27. Their first. Uh, win for Michigan in this rivalry since 2011. So it's been 10 years wow. since Michigan has beaten Ohio State. And Ohio State. You know State... what this
4: reminds you of, guys? Alabama, LSU.
2: Yep. Yep. Sure yep. does. Same year. <laughs> it was that year, it was in 2011? I mean.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then they beat them in 2019. So, but it it has a lot of similarities that you come into this game with hopes and dreams that you can beat them. And they somehow find a way. Most of the time, it's been blowouts. It hasn't been close games. That was a close game a few years back. Yeah, Mike, they had them games, on the ropes
2: a few years ago, and then Michigan just
4: imploded. They just self-destructed. But Michigan has taken some really good butt whippings, Buckeyes. So it has similarities to Alabama, LSU, in a lot of in a lot of ways.
2: Well, analyst Mike Nattier, Mike, uh,
4: give me a prediction for tonight. I think it's close, uh, but uh, I'll go with 23 twenty-three, twenty something in that range. Uh, I think LSU has a shot here, but, I man, I just don't feel good about if you relying on Max to make the big plays throwing the football against that defense, which got that much talent on it. And, man, listen, they loaded. And Elko's done a great job defensively. That's the big difference. That I see in A&M with Jimbo, that I didn't see at the end at Florida State. Man, A&M can play some defense, and and Elko's done a great job as a defensive coordinator there. And boy, can they recruit? They got they got talent, big time. Uh, and then they're too deep. <laughs> they, so the, you know you're looking at a team that's built not only for today but for tomorrow. Mike, thanks
2: again, man. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your right, afternoon Mike. in the game. Y'all take care. All right, you do the same. All right, we'll step away and come back. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show talking about LSU and Texas A&M, also focusing quite a bit on Lincoln Riley, the presumed target for Scott Woodward to be that next head coach for the LSU Fighting Tiger football program. Herb, I, I want to talk a little bit about what's going through right now, those seniors' minds. Are those, uh, those juniors that are draft eligible, knowing this is the last game that they're ever going to play likely in an LSU uniform. You've been there. Uh, what was that like?
3: Well, you know, th- this particular, I guess, senior class draft eligible class is a little bit different only because, um, you know, they got an extra year with the the COVID situation. Um, so, and and now you know they're they're at they're at the, the I guess the bitter end of what was a, a very great run with them you know because I mean every season besides last season and this season has been really good for them and um so you know right now you're, you're thinking to yourself you I mean, what could I have done to make things a little bit better or different you know did I give a hundred percent did you know did I put in the work um you know was I a great teammate you know was I a great leader to help you know, uh, you know, our team be better than what it, you know, what it is or what it was last year as well. But, but you can't have any regrets either. So you go out tonight and you, you know, you know you leave it all on the field, no matter what. Um, every blood, sweat, tear, smile, everything, handshake, all of it, you just leave it all out there and you just you go all out. I mean, I you know I don't think it's far fetched for LSU to win this game tonight. I, you know, I think Texas A&M is a good team. I don't think they're a great team. Um, and and I, I think we match up very well with them. You know, even even though we have a lot of our, you know, projected starters for this year that are out due to injury or whatever else, um, even, you know, the guys that are going to be out there tonight, I think we match up pretty well with them. And, and look, I think that I think Max Johnson is going to play they're probably one of his best games tonight. I think that the, the offensive line is going to try to open some holes up and I think they're definitely going to try to get uh, a TDP some you know that over that 1000 yard hump. He's at 916 right now, 916 yards rushing. So that's going to be something that they they you know there's some small little rewards or, or accomplishments that can be made tonight um with or without a victory, but at the end of the day I think those small awards and accomplishments can lead to a huge victory for LSU. And it's, you know, and you know, you're know, you looking at this game and you're thinking to yourself, you're like, man, there's no way, you know, all this, the cards are stacked against them. But, you know, this is one of those games where you just, you play for pride. And we've been talking about that the last yep. four or five weeks. Um, and I just, I definitely think the guys have played with a ton of pride today, tonight, and, 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 and just, you know, do it for Coach O. They're going to do it for themselves. You know, because Coach O said it last week. He's like, you know, these guys are playing for their NFL careers. They're not just playing for, for you know, for LSU at this present moment. They're also playing for that. They're, they're, they have to put, you know, play on, on tape, as they say, or video, um, so these teams, these scouts can see them and see them play well against quality opponents every week. Um, you know, and, and I think tonight is definitely um, one of those nights that, that you know you can you can either make yourself a lot of money or you can you know make yourself not drafted. It depends on how you look at it. And you know at the end of the day you're wearing a purple and gold and you want to represent you know the, the name that's on the back of the jersey as well as the name on the on you know on the side of the helmet and then you know and then play for the coach that's on the sideline and the, the fans that are in the stadium. And so you know you just go out there and you do everything you can, but you don't leave anything. Um, you, you can't second guess yourself whether or not you gave it your all at all.
2: Empty the tank. Empty the tank, if you're all a shit. It. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. This is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Hope everybody's Thanksgiving weekend is going well. Herb, how was yours, your
3: Thanksgiving Wonderful, day? man. Uh, spent it with, with family, and uh, we enjoyed some good food. Um, only really ate Thanksgiving food on Thanksgiving Day, but you know, you know me, I, I'm Chef Boy or Herb T. Okay, and um, I went out this morning and I bought me some some shrimp, some sausage, some hot sausage, and some chicken. And I made my own gumbo this morning. And I also got me some um, some turkey necks and I bought me some turkey necks too today. So this is my, my wife is out in Atlanta. She was watching uh, my daughter dance. Uh, against Georgia Bulldogs. That didn't turn out too well as far as the game. Um, So it's it's me and Zoe, our little puppy, hanging out this weekend. And so, you know what? I said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do my chef bar, herb teasy thing and uh, make it happen. So when the wife comes home on Monday, she'll have a nice little fresh gumbo and and some turkey next for the week if she wants a little snack. That's it. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
2: There you go, Herb. Good job. This This is perfect gumbo weather.
3: That's I right. Mean, and look, I make the best gumbo ever, period. I don't you know, it doesn't matter. And I'll take my gumbo to anywhere and it's gonna win first place. It's on. You and I are gonna have a gumbo cook off. Well let's do it, baby. I ain't scared. I ain't never uh, scared. Do you do your roux from scratch? <laughs> of course. I get it from scratch. Yeah, yes, yours sir. is better than mine. Yours is better than mine. It, it it doesn't matter. It's okay. As long as it tastes good, right? No, I cheat. I, I use Blue Runner. <laughs> You can, that's all right. You can use blue runner, run blue, it doesn't matter. It could be the red walker. It doesn't matter. I, I got you. I'm a, You know, I can I can teach you a little something. I'll learn you a little something, as they say.
2: Heard my Thanksgiving was disappointing just because if you watch the game Thursday night between the Saints and uh, yes. the Bills, yeah. it was a little frustrating.
3: It, it was. It was not only frustrating, but, you know, you know at the end of the day, you look at it as a whole, You kind of the same season kind of turned out like LSU season, right? It's just all <laughs> the number one guys are, are, are injured or not playing for whatever reason. And then you have a guy in Trevor Simeon who's just at the present moment was not slated to be a starter. And we knew that going in and it's just not that. But it's not all the blame can't be placed on him. Some other players need to step up as well. But here we are.
2: I'm with you. It's not all Trevor Simeon, but He's got a little bit to do with it, and I think it's time to go on
3: to Taysom Hill. That's right. That's right. Or they can call old Herb Teasy out of retirement. I'd give him two plays, baby. (laughs) More than I could give him. I couldn't even give him
2: (laughs) a half a play. That's right. All right. One hour down. One more to go. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on the home of the Fighting Tigers, WWL.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.